Hello and welcome aboard the Battleship Pretension. I'm David Bax. Tyler Smith is on assignment. Filling in for Tyler. Scott and I. How's it going, Scott? A little sleepy today, but uh, I'll perk up, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> um, sorry to hear you're a little sleepy. That's all right. How are you? Um, I am uh, I am not good. Um, I'm going to... We'll, we'll introduce our guest in a minute. I'm going to get a little maudlin for a second, because as of this recording, less than 24 hours ago, um, my wife and I had... Oh, God. It's uh, <laughs> taken me over already. Uh, my wife and I had to say goodbye to our, our dog, Jack. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, I really, I literally practiced this in the car to make sure I wouldn't choke up, and it uh, never well, works. Well, you, you would yeah. be a monster if you did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. I, I should honestly. It's been 24 hours. Yeah, I should be all cried out. Like I took, we both took the day off work today and just stayed, you know, stayed together and and went through old pictures and shared memories and. I don't know. Uh, it's not, you know, we probably shouldn't make the whole podcast about about this, but listeners, you know, I've talked about Jack when we've recorded episodes in my apartment. Jack has certainly been audible. Yeah. Uh, An uncredited was, guest a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. Sure. He, he, he would sometimes. What kind of mutt was he? Uh, he was a uh, Boston Terrier mixed with, your guess is as good as mine. Okay. Um, it was the muddiest Me- of butts. <laughs> like a medium size? Uh, yeah. 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 Medium to small. Uh, okay. And, um, but 14-ish, yeah, you uh, said? About 14, we think. Um, uh, but, yeah, so he wasn't a part of the show, but in a way, you know, if you listen to the movie journal episodes that Tyler and I do, where we just talk about, you know, we don't have guests, we just talk about what we've been watching, uh, you can pretty much you can pretty much bet that anything I watched, you know, on Blu-ray or streaming or whatever, Jack watched it with me. Yeah. And, Did he uh, like Blu-ray better than streaming? Or? <laughs> uh, what do you, what do mostly, you enjoy? <laughs> he mostly faced me while we were watching. Fair enough. But he was my late Making night sure you're movie not watching anywhere. Yeah, yeah. He was my late night movie watching buddy after <laughs> na- after Natalie would go, would to, go sleep. to sleep. Yeah. Um, here, so you can see Jackie. This is yeah, the yeah. most recent. This is a picture taken literally yesterday, the day that he. Oh my God, away. he's a heartbreaker. Yeah. Um, Look at that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You met him. <laughs> I've never met him. He's adorable. Yeah. He's a good pup. So, That's a real um, nice looking dog. If I'm a little down today or if 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 things go in a weird direction know that that's why uh and i'm sure it won't be the last time over the next couple weeks yeah all right all right that's enough of that for now i'm until i bring it up again and start crying again <laughs> um uh, again our, our guest has already uh spoken which is great uh because that was very helpful <laughs> sure helped me collect myself i'm jackie um, cation jackie cation is here but we'll get to her later i want i do want to we do have a, get, a gift from a listener it's our friend josh joshua uh sent me and tyler some um uh some cadbury chocolates from england whoa uh, watch out england yeah dairy milk you guys <laughs> yeah the real in, stuff in other countries they let you know they yeah. let you know that it's yeah. a dairy yeah uh and milk was involved and then uh, i'm not gonna read the whole thing but our friend uh yona i say yeah or listener yona but he's a you know online friend i'm, I'm sure sent me and tyler some dvds because he's like most people he is uh you know, getting rid of or, or at least downsizing his DVD collection. Right. He thought he'd offload some onto us, so he sent us Boogie Nights <laughs> and the 400 Blows. So, thank you to Joshua and to Yona. I'm sorry we didn't get more time to talk about your excellent gifts, uh, but this is a weird week. Um, 
All right, and and Scott, I'm sorry that you're feeling. I never saw uh, Boogie Nights. Uh, oh, oh, is that right? Oh man, it's a blast. How crazy is that? See, right. I, the reason he sent it to me is because I. Well, I saw it once. Mm-hmm. I didn't care for it. <laughs> and I have since... I also felt the same way about Magnolia, Paul Thomas Henderson's film that he made directly after right. Boogie Nights. And when I revisited Magnolia, I was like, oh, I was an idiot. Magnolia's great. Uh, and so he sent... I think the reason he sent me Boogie Nights is to encourage me to give it a second chance, which I'm, oh, which fair I'm sure enough. I will. Yeah, yeah. You should definitely... It's that That's a, that's a classic. Yeah. Where, where, where you don't... Where, where you watch something and you're like, that is not for me. <laughs> and then... Uh, I like Pulp Fiction. I did not like Pulp Fiction. Sure. And then it was playing at every party I went to about a year <laughs> later. And so I saw it a thousand times. Uh, and then I was like, oh, I, I get it now. These sound like fun parties. I usually put on music if I'm right. having a party. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> comics. I have no idea why. For some reason, uh, comedy uh, parties that I went to, I think it was in the late 90s. I, I can't even remember when Pulp Fiction came out. Um, but. Before. What? 94, right? Oh, nice yeah, work. 94. Well played. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it would have been like 95 or, yeah, I think it was in 90, yeah, 95, 96. Uh, I went to parties where we drank so much uh-huh. that there had to be something <laughs> playing that we didn't have to talk to each other. So, yes. That's a good strategy. I like that. Yeah. Um, all right, real quick. I'm glad we, we put the gifts as a buffer between my sadness and our sponsors, which I'm sure the sponsors appreciate. <laughs> um, so th- this episode is brought to you by Mubi, a curated online cinema that brings its members a hand-picked selection of the best independent, international, and classic films. Every day, movies curators introduce a new title, and you have 30 days to watch it. That means there's always 30 wonderful films to enjoy, all for only $5.99 a month. Plus, when you use their mobile apps, you can download films to watch offline. Uh, currently available on movie is I'm looking right now on the website at the film of the day is uh, Anthony Mann's Raw Deal, which I've never seen. Uh, Scott, have you seen Raw Deal? Yes, I have, because I remember uh, my fiance and I watched it on Netflix, and the first sentence of their synopsis was like, I can't remember the guy's name, but... Joe Smith gets a raw deal when <laughs> it's like, well, I kind of, kind of figured that'd be part of the premise. Uh, I don't remember much about it other than that part, but well, it's uh, uh, Raymond Burr and Claire Trevor. Sure. Oh wow, probably a good time. Yeah. What year? Um, nineteen forty-eight. Sweet. Ask me. I got all the. No, I don't have any more. Actually, yeah. I think I've exhausted all the information. I and have that's funny. That's all that's, I needed. That's just one of the thirty wonderful films available okay. on Mubi right now. There's also a special offer for listeners of Battleship Pretension. You can try Mubi for free for a month. Just go to Mubi.com. That's M-U-B-I.com slash Battleship to redeem now. You can also find Mubi.com by clicking on the ad on the left hand side of our website. The other thing you can find just below Mubi, I think. On the left-hand side of BattleshipRetention.com is a link to TweakedAudio.com. And TweakedAudio.com is where you go for professional quality earbuds in a variety of stylish styles and colorful colors. Um, they look great. They sound great. Uh, I use them uh, every day today. Uh, as if I wasn't sad enough about what happened to me, I was also listening to Fats Domino all day because oh, Fats geez. Domino passed away. <laughs> um, but his music is not sad. It's true. Uh, and it was it, not a career cut tragically short. Right. <laughs> right. I yes. believe he was 89. <laughs> yes. He <laughs> so. survived Katrina at that. Yeah. yeah. So rest right. in peace, Fats Domino. Use your uh, tweakedaudio.com earbuds uh, to listen to Fats Domino. That feels vulgar somehow. Yeah. Um, but uh, they're available at a low, low price over at tweakedaudio.com. Um, but you, uh, because you know us and because we vouch for you and because you're cool, you can use the offer code pretension at checkout and get one third off that low, low price and no shipping charges. So. Go to tweakedaudio.com or click on the ad on battleshippretension.com and use the offer code pretension. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home 
isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Okay. We are, we're all caught up. Yeah, right? all right. We're caught up. Nice work. And as, uh, as mentioned, our guest is Jackie Cation. Welcome back, Jackie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Here we are in this room, uh, which is Riddler heavy. Yep. Riddler, Riddler heavy. Yep. Tyler loves the Riddler. Yeah. It's so and heavy. Batman. I expect those shelves or walls to soon collapse under the weight of Riddlers. <laughs> right. And his DVD collection. Certainly. Which is kind of awesome. I like the, I believe it's alphabetical. Uh, yeah. It is, yeah. But since Tyler's out of town, I feel like we should just mess up something just small enough that he won't <laughs> notice right away, but we'll definitely notice at some point. It's I think uh, we should just go through his closet over there and just make that the episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's oh, just see what right. Tyler has in his closet. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> I, I was on a different movie podcast, and, uh, oh, and I, God. I know I'm seeing other podcasts, you guys. <laughs> and, but they were like, what do you want to do? And I said, it was, at, it was coming on Christmas, so I brought all of my Christmas DVDs over uh-huh. in a bag. And I was like, here's what I like to do. I like to start right around Halloween and then end up on Groundhog's Day. And these are the movies I watch. And these are the movies <laughs> nice. I watch in a row. And, you know, it's like The Great Pumpkin and then The Ghost of Mr. Chicken and Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. And then we end with Groundhog Day. <laughs> so so do you this? Here's a good question. And when it goes when it gets from Halloween to quote unquote the holidays, mm-hmm. do you do you do you watch Nightmare Before Christmas somewhere in there? Is like the halfway point. You know what? I don't. Uh, I don't think it holds up anymore. Oh really? I kind of agree uh, with that. It's unfortunate it because I loved it when I saw it, and then last time I saw it, all I could think was, I was like, "Why are you fucking with Christmas?" <laughs> and uh, which you might as well say, "Why didn't Ferris Bueller go to school?" <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, that's the premise of the movie, Jackie. Yeah. Anyway, so. I I think at this point I like I have fond memories of Nightmare Before Christmas from when I was a kid and also because I love going uh, at Halloween and Christmas time to Disneyland and when the and Haunted Mansion is Nightmare Before Christmas it's always blast. a theme it's always a theme yeah and the, here's uh, but what I do the transition between Halloween and and the the Thanksgiving direct holiday movies uh-huh. is a movie called Holiday Inn from 1938 with Bing Crosby oh, sure. and okay. I've um, never seen it but yeah Fred Astaire and it is uh, they play it on AMC for a couple of years they were ca- cutting out and it, it's a it's a it's a it's about a inn that Bing Crosby opens that is only open on the holidays and it was made in like 1940 or something like that so the holidays include Washington's birthday and Lincoln's birthday Uh right and then um Fourth of July, Christmas, Thanksgiving, uh, and Valentine's Day, and whatever. There's a handful of them, right? And um, I think Lincoln's birthday, all of the musical, one of the musical numbers, not all of them, one of the musical numbers is done in blackface. Oh, uh, right. Bing Crosby and the blonde lead lady, who is very talented, whose name I do not know, uh, are in blackface, and the AMC cut that scene out. And um, it. Uh, I, I don't. I don't actually agree with that. Only because it's also the only scene that the there's a there's a like three black actors in the whole movie. The woman who plays his maid, Mamie. Yes, yes, a classic. Right. And yeah. then and her uh, children. 
and they're in that scene and they have some lines and you're like mm, why don't we why don't we give them that <laughs> at least they yeah. have like there's like four other she has like two or three other scenes in the whole damn movie right. so she was probably she could have played Ophelia but uh, <laughs> you know that's all she could get yeah it's the only role that was yeah, yeah. it's the only role and Bing Crosby was actually famous for um, for trying to employ uh, hmm. at least some black actors in all of his movies um, um uh, but and it's, it sounds like children. it's one of the, Holiday Inn is one of those movies, one of those musicals from the 30s or 40s where it's just like a bunch of songs and let's just come up with a sort of boilerplate Loose plot premise, yeah. just oh, to get from yeah. one to It's no Mamma Mia. Yeah. I mean, but <laughs> well, it's kind of Mamma Mia. <laughs> speaking of you talking about it in terms of black actors, uh, one of those I want to say from 1943 uh, is called Stormy Weather. It's a, also a musical right. that is pretty much just an excuse to string a bunch of songs together, but it is the opposite. It is an entirely black cast. Right. Uh, and it's fucking great. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a, a Lena Horne is oh, the excellent. female lead. Excellent. Uh, Stormy Weather is, is so great. Um, but is it also a Christmassy movie? Because uh, I, I will put it in the queue. No, it's not. It's I don't not. think you can make that stretch. Yeah, yeah it's not. <laughs> Come no, on, Lena. Maybe Horn. in the Christmas to Groundhog Day, there'll be some excuse. What do you watch right. in January? But you know, uh, um, oh right, in January, I think I'm just playing catch up. All right. Here's the good news: Armenian Christmas goes till January sixth. Okay. Well, there you go. Okay. Yeah, so, um, the fun thing about uh, singing in the rain is it also. Uh, also started up that way like all the songs existed right. and they came up with the plot they just happened to come up with a fucking great plot and dialogue <laughs> and it t- turned into one of the best movies of all time ever right um, are you I guys in agreement about Singing in the Rain I oh, love Singing okay. in the Rain yeah, yeah. It's uh, the it's my favorite and almost the only Gene Kelly movie I like really? over a Fred Astaire movie. Oh, okay. Because I'm more Fred Astaire than Gene Kelly, though Gene Kelly appealed more to me as a child because okay. he's more classically handsome in sure. a, in a way that Fred Astaire was sort of more classy. You know, I was like, I come from very very basic peasant stock, you guys. So when, <laughs> when looking at men folk, I was like, I want to one of the guy who could probably put take a light bulb out. So. And Gene Kelly's a little like cheerier Fred Astaire like I like he's a little cynical yeah yeah he's a little more sarcastic yeah Yeah. I was like I was surrounded by that I would like a little happierness (laughs) yeah happierness Hmm, why not there we go (laughs) Um, so yeah so we're on we're on holiday movies because you um and I forgot to bring them but you you told me via email I think last week um you know, because I said, by the way, happy Halloween, everyone. It's, happy Halloween. Sure. I guess as of the day this episode goes up, it, Halloween is tomorrow. Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, I hope you have a good one. Um, and you, you had mentioned you, that you just, I think you, you just bought the DVD of Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein. Is that right. I saw him when I was, I, I actually bought Abbott and Costello Meet the Monsters, which is, uh, was exactly the same price as Abbott and Costello <laughs> Meet <laughs> Frankenstein. The waning years of physical media are good right. for that. <laughs> it was $9.67 on Amazon for the one movie on Blu-ray or all of the movies not on Blu-ray. Okay. And so like they also meet the mummy, you guys. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with yeah. the fact that there are other monsters that Eben Costello interact with. They Frankenstein is the best of those movies. When they meet Frankenstein, I think it's the first one. I think it's the only one I've seen. It is pretty good. And but it's and it's super and I don't like scary movies. Okay. Uh, cuz they're scary. <laughs> so I don't like to be startled. I don't enjoy tension. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, do you watch any movies? I saw <laughs> trolls, uh, so but terrifying. The, terrifying. I had to fast forward through some sadness. No, it was fine. But um, but the 
but like the ghost of Mr. Chicken, I bought that, and which I had just seen. I had never seen it before. Have you heard of that one? No. It's it, done now. Yeah, is it on, oh. I've never seen it. Is it on? Yeah, I remember we had it in my video store back. It is on college. DVD. I do not know if it's. I couldn't find it streaming. It's probably on YouTube. Sure. So, um, and then I do want to watch something that's on Amazon Prime, which is uh, the Flight of the Concords guys, the vampire mockumentary. Oh. Um, uh, what we do in the shadows? What we do in the shadows? Yeah, I was not Have a you fan. Seen that? Not oh, a fan. I didn't see, I, not I didn't a fan. see it. Um, but that, yeah, so a little heavy-handed, or no? Uh, it's just like it's. It feels like a Saturn Live sketch for an hour and a half. It doesn't like develop oh. its premise. <laughs> it I would like to die. Then. Yeah, it doesn't like move it forward anyway. It's just like a series of jokes based oh, on that premise. Damn it! Yeah, um, fair enough. And that sounds like it. Sounds like it actually. Like it actually actually jokes enough that I probably don't care. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were going to talk about horror comedies, and I meant to do some research today, but it's, something came up. Today, today's not <laughs> um, the day for the, you know, a lot of research. Yeah, uh, so. but in front of me, I did actually just last week got together with some friends. We have a tradition. My, my friend has a projector in his home, uh, and so we get together every 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 October and watch a horror movie or two. This year, it ended up just being one, and we watched uh, James Gunn's Slither, which is from 2005, 2006. Never seen it. Uh, and that is, I think would fall under horror comedy. I think of it as much more of a comedy because the horror elements are mostly gross-out stuff. And okay. gross-out stuff... I think some people do get scared by gore. I, that's not what scares me. I'm more into, like, dread and, like... Yeah, yeah. I like movies about hauntings. Um, right, rivers of blood. I could just go, oh, that isn't. <laughs> that's... So, somebody so, Somebody had to clean that up as well. <laughs> <laughs> I might have been born 107. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but it is it is a very funny movie. Uh, okay. it, there's a, the the part after that. They've, they've been exposed to... The, they've seen a guy transform into a squid monster. They've seen a woman explode. They've seen these slug things eat people brains and turn them into zombies and then the one guy is like I'm gonna go get help and Elizabeth Banks says hey be careful and he goes yeah there's a thought <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, funny uh, yeah that, so that was that was a good movie um, uh, but neither of you had seen it for some reason I, I would have assumed Scott that you'd, you'd seen I was it. very squeamish about any kind of horror movies for the longest time it's only okay. like the last couple of years that well, I've this really this is a op- gross one opened my life to it no, I, don't, I didn't find the grossness but just horror movies in general like being startled like Jackie was saying oh, okay. yeah uh, it was always kind of off-putting but now I'm more open to it so I feel like I would like it have you did you ever see the first Halloween movie yes because that's supposed to be genuinely scary. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. I definitely adjusted the volume many times when I watched it in my apartment. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, adjusted it up or down? Well, no, because you got to go go way down when you can tell the scare is coming. Oh. I'm so you're like, there's clearly a loud noise coming, so I'm just going to turn that down. Uh, oh, nice work. That feels like cheating. I know. Good it for is. you. Good <laughs> for you. Uh, I, you got to take care of number one when you're watching <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. You're, by myself, you know? Yeah. Nobody else was affected by this decision. Uh, right. But you know what? That, it's funny that Halloween is a movie... Uh, that so my old when Tyler and I lived together back in Chicago we had a the DVD hook DVD player we didn't have Blu-ray players yet um, they didn't exist they didn't exist yet <laughs> right it uh, wasn't a like failing on your part yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and we had a the DVD player hooked up to my stereo my stereo would if it it was a stupid thing where if the volume hadn't reached a certain decibel level for like 20 minutes it would just shut off oh, weird and Halloween for some reason is a movie I think partially <laughs> the DVD was mixed low but it is a movie that has a lot of just like sort of long right, totally. moody parts and it happened like once or twice when we were watching Halloween we were like wait where'd, where'd the sound go not <laughs> a stereo for fans of experimental music I guess no I guess not yeah <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious uh yeah um 
But uh, okay, so did either of you going even more recent than Slither to this year? Did either of you see Get Out? I know you didn't last movie; you saw was Trolls, right? Um, uh, Get Out and Cabin in the Woods are the two that I kind of wanted to see. Yeah, um, but I will never see. Okay, because uh, they look like they're very funny, but well done, uh, but but um, but also scary. Yeah, I would say that's definitely true of Get Out. I feel like Get Out only has like one or two kind of scares to it. Uh, it's enough for me. Right. I don't know. Um, I think it to me. Like I was saying before, it's not necessarily about number of scares. It's about the amount of time that I spend dreading when the next scare is coming. Right. Yeah, you know? I can see that. Like, um, one of my favorite horror movies, even though uh, a lot of people don't like it, a lot of people think of it as more science fiction, but Signs. I'm not sure yeah. one's Signs. Okay. The scariest part isn't any of the, to me, isn't any of the aliens jumping out. It's when they're... It's the birthday party. It's when they've... No, no, that's that, that's also... <laughs> that is second scariest. No, the scariest part to me is when they're all barricaded in the basement. There are no aliens around right. at that point, or we, they, well, what's more important, they don't know if there are aliens around. Uh. And it's that sort of dread and not knowing. That's the stuff that lives with me. That's the stuff that really scares me. That's the stuff right. that lives with me, but if I I know that there's no like if someone told me in advance there's no jump scares in a movie I can totally ride that out but if I know jump scares are coming like I just like to know where they ha- when they're happening interesting okay. yeah so is it what draws you guys to a to a horror movie though or a scary movie is it the jump scares you you like the dread and then wanna, the, and then the jump I think, I think I want to science is a great example because it's a movie that's I'm an atheist and it's a movie that's very much about faith and atheism um, oh interesting and I think Signs deals direct it deals very directly with something that a lot of my favorite horror, my the most scary horror movies to me deal with, which is the idea of if it's the end of the world uh-huh. and there's no God, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Like that is you're truly facing the end. You don't have any safety net at that point, and um, that truly terrifies me. Uh, oh, and, weird! And that's what Signs is is about. You should. I would think that as an atheist, you'd be like, "Oh, good, this is over." <laughs> That's <laughs> there, are, there are times. There are times I I feel like that, but we'll, it's, it's, it's it's the same as the reason you know listeners know that I sort of freak out about the idea of like the big ones coming. Okay, you know the big earthquake. Right. We've oh, been the big in Southern earthquake. California, oh, the big San Andreas earthquake. Is the coming last so, time I was someday. on this show, I think you were talking about <laughs> it. That is, I it's would a say recurring not a theme. <laughs> yeah, it comes there was an earthquake in Catalina today. Um, I don't know oh, if you saw that. Okay, I didn't. I wasn't. Exactly, it was only a three point five. I was kind of off the grid. Um, yeah, and so that idea, like, I think to someone like Tyler, who's not here, but is a, uh, and Scott, you are both believers, you right. are both uh, of the Christian faith, like, there's some sort of, like, grace to be found in that, like, you could, you, you feel that someone or something could be holding your hand. Okay. And I yeah, don't feel But I still don't like new experiences. <laughs> and you that would be a change? new experience. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, I, I, I've stayed in the same apartment for a long time. I'm used to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm used to my neighborhood. I'm so, used to the people, my friends and stuff. I, I got all that under control. Here's the thing is I uh, consider myself a Christian. I never tell anyone because everyone who's ever said that uh, the next sentence out of their pie hole is usually some <laughs> fucking right. nightmare. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> But because because of that, like I don't um, do. You, do you feel some solace about the end of the world? Like if the end of the world was coming, would only the slightest amount? I could see how it'd be worse, but if, it's still the end of the world. It yeah, still seems like the, a real raw deal, <laughs> as Anthony Mann might say. <laughs> but it isn't part. I mean, I I was raised uh, Catholic, which is a kind of Christian, uh, unless you ask you know certain uh, people. Oh, other Christians <laughs> who are super bossy. Uh, yeah, you're like mm, doesn't have anything yeah. to do with you anyway. Um, I'm, I'm sure there are still some. Uh, people down in the south who refer to Catholics as papists right. and pagans, um, uh, but 
uh, I, now I've forgotten what the, the point was. Oh, the idea is, I mean, part of the idea of Christianity is that you're expecting the world to end, right? You're expecting Jesus to come back. It never came up in my church. <laughs> it came up all the time in my church, but it's also like it's ending in a certain way, and maybe there will be some catastrophic earthquake long before that. Okay. Like, civilizations right. could rise and fall in the meantime. I don't know. Yeah, history keeps going. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, my whole thing, somebody asked me the other day, it's like, well, so what do you believe about the afterlife? And I was like, it's such a moot question. Uh, I'm not going to be able to tell you when I'm there. And so I don't tend to think about yeah. it very much. It's like, I don't, I genuinely, I'm just like, well, I don't have a lot of control over what's going to happen after I die. So I'm just going to try to live my best life in front of me. Right. Yeah. And I like, that's what, that's one of the reasons why I like having a faith, uh, mm-hmm. whatever your faith is. I think that it's, it's, it doesn't keep me on the straight and narrow, like the people who have religion to keep, make them be nice people. I'm like, that's a, we- that's a weird way to, I just think of it as sort of a, as a, uh, as it's kind of soothing, sort of like yeah. knowing that the earth has always been here, mm-hmm. or at least, you know, as far as humanity's concerned, as like I'm also soothed by the fact that the earth is here. I'm soothed by ancient history. I'm soothed by a lot of, like, I, I, I'm soothed by the sense of continuation, which I think is why I enjoy religion, uh-huh. because it means that it does continue, even if I don't. You know, like what, what, whatever's happening to my soul or whatever's inside me. Uh, is uh, to some extent none of my business. Uh, uh, but what what is happening in front of me right now um, is uh, is uh, like I, I would never. The, the I guess I have two weird points. Is that is one I I can't be kept in line mm-hmm. by some sort of religion that and people who are kept in line. You might want to re-examine why <laughs> right. you're doing that, and just be nice. There's no, I mean, the, what the real payoff? Like some of the best atheists I know, and I know some shitty atheists. Yes, yeah. uh, but uh, some of the best atheists, they're they're like, no, I'm just nice because it's the way you're supposed to be. And I was like, oh, that's right. And so it's just like t- I, I mean, I, I feel like you just take a step back and you look at, okay, the world works best. If we're all getting along, yes. So right. it's almost like it's not even like necessarily altruistic. It's like pragmatic to say like, hey, if we're all nice to each other, right, things go better for everyone. Yeah. Right, C- community was created for a reason. It was to protect, yeah, the weakest among us because we might be the weakest among us. Is yeah. the pragmatic way to go. This other right? side of that though is this is why I get infuriated when I see someone do something like change lanes over a solid line. <laughs> yeah, where I'm like, oh, like you're so fucking special. <laughs> there are rules for a reason. This works for everyone. If we all I'll just follow the traffic rules. Yeah, I think uh, Thomas Hobbes had that same theory. I feel like you'd be way too much into the rules. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Uh, Yeah, I'm a legalistic atheist. (laughs) Oh, good. Well, then, good choice. (laughs) Uh, Okay, what else? Uh, You know what? Speaking of of end-of-the-world movies, uh, I'm going to... I don't know if you've seen this movie, Jackie. I know Scott has. Do you think of Melancholia as a horror movie? Um, because it terrifies me. Did you see Melancholia? No. This is the what one is in, uh, with uh, Kirsten Dunst as the lead. It also yeah. has Kiefer Sutherland and uh, Charlotte Rampling. And uh, um, who's the guy that she's going to marry? Uh, yeah, I don't. Oh, I is think it, it's uh, a Skarsgård. Stellan Skars, not Stellan Skarsgård. The other the one, son. Yeah, the one Alex Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. from uh, from True Blood. Sure. Anyway, uh, basically the premise nice is work. that there is another Earth-like planet, but it's like. Ten times bigger, and it's 
gone out of whatever out of the orbit of whatever star it was orbiting and is going to crash into Earth and literally decimate. Uh, oh, right. that. And, decimate and means break into ten. So literally <laughs> destroy Earth. Yeah, yeah. Done and done. Um, yeah, I don't think of it as a horror movie because it's a very comforting ending. Is it? Yeah. It's, I it's don't like, think of it as a comforting ending. Oh, I totally do. They're like, the world ends. Spoiler. Right, but they're sitting together and they're like, this is what's happening and we just have to accept it. Sort of like Armageddon. When sure, the except beach. they don't win. Right. right. Well, and yeah. it's, and, oh, that's true. They did not win. Yeah. I never thought of that. I was, she was so annoying in that movie. I was like, kill her. <laughs> Take us all with her. Live Tyler? Yeah. I was like, uh, end this madness. <laughs> Any planet that has that woman on it, that character, should probably be called. And uh, <laughs> But I, I read a, um, the first book in a trilogy, which I, I, I keep meaning to get the other two books, but it's called The Last Policeman. Okay. And it's about, and it, I'm, I'm sure it could be a movie, and I don't know if it would be considered horror, but it has that sort of overlying dread. You know, it has, yeah. because what happened was, was is there is an there's a the the plot of the book is that there's a uh, an asteroid coming toward the planet and they try to divert it but they can't so the planet has eight months and it's essentially an examination of society as it completely just calls like the people just you know all the drugs are taken yeah all the sex is had all the murdering and rape and killing and whatever you've ever wanted to do all the religion you've ever wanted to you know navel gaze into it's all happening and there's one guy and it's about a guy who um is a policeman and there's a murder in his town and he's like oh who did that and everyone's like who cares <laughs> and uh, and he's like well it's my job uh to care right <laughs> and, oh, that's fascinating yeah and so it's a fascinating book and i guess they're uh, there are two more books in it and I haven't read them but someone told me so maybe this is a spoiler is that the world actually ends at the end huh. of the third book and um, like in the first book he's he's in a car I know in the second book he's on a bike uh -huh. uh, and so probably in the third book he's walking around solving uh -huh. some murder that nobody cares about and uh, this sounds fantastic yeah and so it's, I mean I don't know why that's not a that yeah, could totally. be a movie uh, this has been. We, we, I love when we hit on a topic we didn't mean. So end of the world movies. <laughs> I love. I love this. And you should watch. Not now. It would be cruel to spoil Cabin in the Woods for someone who hasn't seen it. But just so you know, there's right. more going on than just the Cabin in the Woods, and it does sort of involve the threat of the end of the world. Um, and and it, yeah, not just. Uh, Buffy show up at all? Uh, at no, okay. There's there, yeah. There's no. There's no Buffy. There's no Buffy. There's no Mal. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, there are a bunch of. There's a. Are you a Firefly yeah. fan? Because yeah. there is. Uh, there's a part near the end where there's a bunch of different types of monsters, and a uh, eagle-eyed firefly, firefly fan will spot some reavers. In okay. There. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so it's nice firefly was a great movie. I'm not uh, Serenity. Uh, Serenity. Yeah. 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 Now there's another movie coming out next year called Serenity, and I'm like. I'm like step off. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, no, that the name's taken. It's a yeah, and yeah. then it'll probably win Best Picture, like uh, like Crash did, right? right. Oh, because there was David Cronenberg's Crash in '95, mm -hmm. '96, I think '96. I haven't okay. seen it. And then Crash in 2005. Right. Uh, the, um, was Paul the Crash in, Crash? Was uh, Crash in 2005 about the cops? Uh, it was well. It's a there tapestry. Was a cop. Yeah, but yeah, yeah Ryan Phillippe and. Um, Matt Dillon. Yeah, Matt Dillon's. They're the yeah. I, I think of him as as uh, it's bad cop and bad cop. So it's uh, it's not. Yeah, that movie wasn't for me. 
Um, I don't know if you guys saw Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. That, no. uh, that I saw. I, I see all superhero movies, most <laughs> of the animated films, and, um, and then an occasional romantic comedy. And then I'm done. Uh, it's, uh, it's unfortunate. Now, did you see, because yeah, I, loved, I loved Wonder Woman, did you see Professor Marston in the Wonder Women? Which no. is the movie about the guy who created Wonder Woman. <laughs> Oh, oh no! I read um, I read a review of his of uh, a, a book. It was about there Wonder was a Woman. Book about him like a year and a yeah. two ago. Yeah, and um, I read the review of that book. Okay, is that anything? That's something. <laughs> it's a tiny amount. But there is a new movie. Um, I liked it a little more than Scott did, although I seed Scott's points about Luke Evans not being a very good actor. He's just not. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that's a that's a good movie. The world doesn't end, though, so I don't know if it really fits into... Uh... Oh, I saw the new Blade Runner. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's uh, it's not as good as the old Blade Runner, no. but it's very Blade Runner-y. So it has that going for it. Uh, so I didn't mind it. There's a world kind of on the brink of ending. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's sort of end of the world Yeah. Sure. Except for the bees. Yeah. So the main... That's the one... Uh, up it has in our world more yeah. bees right it's got some bees coming so maybe there might be a, a maybe the world might live yeah it as was long as the less... bees are alive I hear yeah yeah I hear that's big I hear, I hear bees are <laughs> bees are big you pretty know, necessary you always read these articles I just read an article the other day that all flying insects are kind of dying and that's a problem nor in the article did it say why it's a problem and it's like I'm sure it is I trust the science just to say right but it's like just explain to me just tell me right my brain's attached to the rest of me I, I can't yeah, comprehend exactly. why it's bad <laughs> yeah you know I have a uh, I'm terribly like if I'm phobic about anything like that besides earthquakes yeah. yeah and that, see that's the thing I'm not even phobic about earthquakes I'm just sort of preoccupied okay. with like uh, I spend way too much of my time thinking about what am I going to do um if I'm phobic, what I'm really phobic about is more internal stuff like, you know, becoming irrelevant or out of touch uh, <laughs> with, the, with the culture as I get older. But uh, if I'm phobic about any actual thing, it's wasps and hornets, but mm. not bees. Bees, I'm like, eh, get out of here, you, you know, you stupid bee. Yeah. If I see a wasp, I will... Well, because they can, I, I like, run. No they can live run. after they bite or sting you, right? Well, That's though, the here's the weird thing. How can you tell the difference? Oh, Who's, I can tell. I have that face thing with people. I certainly can't <laughs> tell one insect from another. And, uh, yeah, we could have just told you this was Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> you could have. Sadly, uh, I'm so sorry, Tyler. <laughs> the wasps, I feel, you can I, you can feel the meanness. Uh-huh. I can feel like you can feel the cruelty coming off of them. Oh. I mean, the reason I have a very specific, like, uh, this would be like the flashback in the movie to go oh what that's why he's afraid of wasps mm. is because one time i was a kid i was riding my bike around like uh, outside the house and i can't i was fucking around or something my dad yelled at me he was like put your bike away and go to your room and so we um the bikes went in the garage but not through the main garage door. we had a side garage door the bikes all went in there lined up in front of the cars and the that side garage door was kind of old the wood was kind of rotted away a little bit and i was in a bad mood so instead of opening the garage door i decided to shove it open with my bike not knowing oh it in that rotted out wood is a wasp's nest Ooh. and so i hit this thing and a swarm of wasps came out and stung me in the head wow <laughs> um, right in the head literally like in the temple more yeah. than one how uh, many I, I don't know i was like eight so yeah, I, I don't yeah remember it right. might have been enough one, to make an impression hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> enough to make an impression yeah. um and so uh yeah to this day i kind of don't uh i don't i don't love wasps i'm also i would say i'm 
rationally terrified of alligators and crocodiles, but I'm also not generally Encountering in danger yeah. of right, being right. Eaten by not them. around. Like when someone tells me like they're from rural Florida, I'm like, why? Like why why do you stay why did you stay there? Like there's actual alligators yeah, yeah. and stuff there. Dinosaurs will come out of the swamps <laughs> and eat you. Yeah. yeah, move away. There was uh, there was a comic in Australia who um, told me this story. He was probably twenty three or twenty four at the time and he said, Yeah, there was a sign that said crocodiles here and I jumped in the water and there was a little girl about five years old said who was licking an ice cream cone and said and and he was Australian and he so he could do the Australian accent I cannot uh, and she said they saw a croc here about ten minutes ago and she's licking her ice cream cone and he's like oh my god get out yeah. but this is the same guy who we were in the Great Barrier Reef which are these are fancy stories I'm so sorry and uh, they're but it's kind of the coolest place I've ever been in my life so yeah. what the heck live it up me anyway so. Um, but this is the same guy who said, hey, there's a shark over there and started swimming toward it. Wow. So this was, he's still alive. He lived, that guy. That guy's like Those in his the 30s kind of people now. Who live. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because that's what they always say. And more than anything, encountering an animal, if you have confidence, you know, if you don't show them that you're scared. Oh, okay. That was that him. From time to time. They yeah. show them that you're yeah. dumb. I think I do that with, I mean, not that. You know, my late dog was never scary to anyone. Right. Uh, he was adorable. But there were, like, mean dogs in my block, and I just sort of, like, learned to, if I walk past, if I'm walking past this house, I'm going to look this dog in the eye, and it's going yeah, to totally. be a puppy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I, maybe I just need to learn to do that with crocodiles. Or wasps. <laughs> or wasps. Or wasps. <laughs> Looks the wasps straight in the eye. <laughs> Multifaceted. Wasp. Yeah. Um... But anyway, uh, just an excuse to go back to the Florida thing, just to say my common thing, human beings live in southern Florida against God's will. <laughs> that is not supposed to be a place where people are living. Sure, invoke God now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, any other end of the world movies? Uh, I'm Scott? Or what, let's, let's move on uh, then to what scares you. Then, if you you are scared by the by being startled. Oh, so many things scare me. But what, I mean, what? Uh, what are your movie favorite podcast? scary movies? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying. To, oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for cutting to the chase. What are your favorite uh, scary movies? Uh, I mean, I feel like I'm so relatively new to the horror genre that my favorites are kind of stock ones like I love The Shining uh, I do like Halloween a lot I'm trying to think of others I tend to really like ghost movies because I think the faith side of me definitely believes to an extent in supernatural things uh-huh. enough to like there's ghost scary movies I've only seen ghost <laughs> that kid, and that that's, was not scary the one ghost movie and then seen the one well there was the one scary scene at the end where the where the shadows take them take the guy oh, I haven't seen the movie oh yeah oh yeah I, oh, I used to spoiler watch alert from 1980 <laughs> and uh, so what's, what's the PG-13 movie I saw oh there you go yeah um I, so I haven't seen that many ghost movies because I'm so actively terrified of them um I'm trying to think. What, what, so, what are, what are your go- when you think of a scary ghost movie? Like, okay, well, The Shining. Okay, here's a question: Does Poltergeist count, or are you going to be pedantic about it being a Poltergeist and not a? I wouldn't be pedantic, <laughs> but I've never seen Poltergeist because oh. it'll probably terrify me. It's a very scary movie. Poltergeist actually scared me. Yeah, but then I'm yeah. the biggest lightweight when it comes to. I did a trade in college, and. Um, I was like, if you guys watch uh, the Doris Day Pillow Talk, I will watch The Omen. Okay. And uh, they were like, let's watch The Omen first, because then you'll Good go call. to bed with Pillow Talk. And I was like, okay. And then nobody stayed up to watch Pillow Talk, but I yeah. 
I watched Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk's amazing, by the way. Right, and you got to watch Pillow Talk yeah. after you've seen the <laughs> yeah. damn omen. It hurt um, your soul in some way. Yes. The uh, omen, I feel like, is kind of like the horror movie version of those musicals we were talking about before, where the omen has a bunch of great little horror like oh, set like pieces, you yeah. know, like the baboons attacking the car, or right. like the, the, of the course, lady the, jumping. The nanny jumping yeah. Yeah, it's all for you, or the, you know, um, what's her, well, who's the, is it Lee Remick who's the, who gets pushed over the, it had, there's a bunch of great moments in the omen. Lee Remick's in the movie. Uh, oh, that were sort of strung together. Yeah, but taken as a whole, it's actually not, I don't think it's a great movie, but it's, uh, I've watched it many times. And then Silence of the Lambs, is that a horror movie? That's a good question. I, I accidentally saw that movie as well, and it was terrifying. My wife says yes, I don't find it particularly scary. I guess I don't really find... Murder? Uh, yeah, I guess not. I think of it as like a crime movie. It's like a thriller. Right? Um, but Soiling it's a, Green? Just, uh, uh, I've, never, you know, I've never seen Soiling Green. Soiling Green is more like a cop. It's a cop mystery mer- mo- movie, but it's, um, you you know the secret of Soiling Green, of course. Of course. Yeah. But yeah. here's the great thing about Soiling Green is it's actually really a good cop mystery movie hmm. with Charlton Heston. So... Yeah, that's in a dystopian kind of, and it was made I think in 1970, 72, and they're standing in line to buy, to get water, and you're like, oh my god, guess what came true? Yeah. And uh, we're all having bottled water now. Yeah, and um, um, the question I was going to ask about Silence of the Lambs is, does a movie need to be scary to be a horror movie? Not necessarily. Tyler will definitely tell you no. That's See, I don't think so. Is, I don't think so either. Yeah, um, and I would say too. Yeah, I would. Oh, because it could be funny. Are, yeah. And be a horror movie. Or it could just be horrific, but not, like, scary. Just, like, what we're seeing on screen is in some way, like, that which shouldn't be, you know? Right. No. And that's and that's how I feel definitely about, like, the, your your gorier end of horror right. movies. I don't particularly find them scary. I don't think Scream is a scary movie, but it's a horror movie because horrible things happen in Scream. There okay. Yeah. How about It? Did you guys uh, see It? I didn't see I it. I didn't see it. I didn't see It. I saw the miniseries that aired when I was a kid, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and I read the book also when I was a kid. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I get, my understanding with it, the movie, the new movie, is that they did the kids half, and they're going to do the second one, which is the adult half, oh. which is how the miniseries was. It was one night, two hours, all kids, and then them as adults. But the book, is it the same story, kind of like Ender's Game and Ender's <laughs> Shadow? <laughs> no, it's, it's the same kids. What is it? It's oh, like, 30 I, years later or well, something. I think it's like really specific, like 27 years, I think is what it is. Every okay. 27 years, these clown murders happen or whatever. Um, oh, okay. But in the book, it goes clowns back are and numerologists. It's like chapter by chapter. Yeah. Like, and mm-hmm. um, I, I would like to see someone make it that way. Oh, interesting. Uh, because it, the two things feed off each other. And so... And maybe this is just a problem, like uh, you know, people who are, who have read all the Game of Thrones books, like me, um, <laughs> and like can't stop complaining about when things are different uh, on the show. Uh, maybe that's my problem. Uh, I'm just a book reader. No, I'm a, a Lord of the Rings. It's uh, the only oh. way I can watch the Lord of the Rings is if I forget that I've ever read the books, <laughs> and then I go. These I are interesting action months. movies <laughs> with or with or, with like orcs in it. So if yeah. Um, Oh, I, I hate bringing up something on that it was funny on Twitter and not being able to uh, cite the person, but it also oh, right. always happens. The um, did you see the new poster for the Black Panther movie? No. Okay. Uh, it looks like the the Black Panthers. Right. Yeah. So it's a, there are two white people on the poster. There's mm-hmm. Martin Freeman who mm-hmm. played uh, Bilbo in the Hobbit movies, and Arthur Dent, and there's yes, <laughs> and there's Andy Serkis who played Gollum. And right. someone said it's funny. Oh. The only two white guys in the movie or on the poster are Bilbo and Gollum. And someone else said oh. they're the Tolkien white guys. <laughs> Uh, that's kind of funny. That's nice. <laughs> so you think, as a professional comedian, you think yeah, that's yeah, kind of funny. That's, <laughs> that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, uh, 
Okay, another, uh, uh, I would say this is a ghost movie, a very scary movie that I like to recommend to people. Uh, horror, movie, horror fans love this movie, so I'm not uncovering anything for them. But have either of you seen Session 9, Brad Anderson's movie Session 9? No, I saw no. The Machinist. Um, yeah, which is horrific, but not a horror movie, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I uh, saw it once in theaters. It scared the hell out of me then. Okay. Uh, What's Session 9? Session 9 is, the reason I love recommending it to people is because it's a like haunted house horror movie except a it takes place almost entirely in broad daylight except for like one there's like one sequence in the basement where there's no lights but it's the, the rare horror movie that takes place entirely during the daytime right and also like i guess this is a minor spoiler you never actually see the monster or the ghost or anything like there's never any big reveal it's always just sort oh it's of, always off screen uh, or just something that's sort of in the air or makes things have makes lights come on and off makes tape recorders start okay playing that's or whatever cool. but you never actually it never you know you never get that sort of catharsis of like getting to meet and confront the thing yeah yeah um it's a it's a super awesome, super scary movie from this guy, Brad Anderson, who is like, has the weirdest filmography. <laughs> it's um, kind of, yeah, gone on to do a whole lot of nothing. But he's like, he's made horror movies like session nine. And he made, uh, that, um, what was this recent, like Gothic horror movie that he made? Oh yeah. Hearthstone castle or something. something like that. Yeah. Some castle um, movie. He made the vanishing on seventh street, which is a decent little horror movie with, uh, Ryan Philippi and John Lomagazama that no one saw. Um, but then he also made like, indie rom-coms like next up wonderland that's right and then happy accidents i I haven't seen happy accidents and then also he's like a uh tv director guy he did a bunch of the wire i think and he did a bunch of fringe which is kind of a horror type show right um and then he did does either of you remember bringing all the way back to horror the uh two season showtime anthology series masters of horror yeah oh yeah i didn't see it but i remember it yeah i remember it yeah so yeah um uh he did one uh so he's a whole person yeah (laughs) that guy's willing that guy that guy is like no i'll do whatever you want me to do if you'll let me do it yeah and uh and so he directed one with uh chris bauer who played uh frank sabatka on the wire um uh, and is currently on the deuce on on hbo uh and that's it's like a I guess it's like a tinnitus horror movie. Like he has yeah. tinnitus and it drives him completely insane <laughs> um, and it gets pretty bloody. Uh, it's a good one. I always like in whenever they do those anthology things like masters of horror, those, those guys like Brad Anderson who were just coming up and we're just getting noticed. Like this guy's going to be big. <laughs> right. And they're like, clearly he's a master. And then ever since then it's like no one really pays attention. Yeah. Yeah. There's a handful of directors who did masters of horror that it's like, <laughs> right, because it's like John Carpenter and Joe Dante and these right. huge guys, and then yeah. it's like yeah, and um, the Takashi Miike one, which right. uh, Showtime wouldn't air. Oh wow, they put it eventually put it out on DVD, but right. I, I never watched it. Apparently, it was so gory that even Showtime premium cable right. wow. wouldn't air it. <laughs> wow. So the difference between horror and thriller is just the uh, amount of gore, or just the amount of supernatural. I think I think of a thriller as being more about suspense like more about keeping you on the edge of your seat because the plot is sort of being dilated and doled out to you like uh, is in jaws? such a way to do that jaws is a monster movie right see jaws is my thing about Jaws is it's about a two-hour movie. I think it's a horror movie for an hour, and then it's an adventure movie for the second hour. Oh, okay. Um, and I like the—I'm not going to be some sort of contrarian dick and stand here and tell you that Jaws isn't great. It's obviously great, but I always do feel a little bit disappointed when it stops being uh, as, oh, much, as much a horror movie oh, as I like. Oh, interesting. Okay. I really like the first half of Jaws better than the second half. See, I think I like it better as an adventure movie. Yeah. I, yeah, um, I liked it better, as, but that's because I don't—I like adventure movies. But yeah. Did you guys ever see Hamlet 2? Yeah. <laughs> 
know, oh, yes. the, uh, Steve Coogan. I did uh, see Hammer yeah. too. Let me tell you, that's two different movies, yeah. and I wish that it was only the second half. At least two different uh, movies. <laughs> um, yeah, I would also say with horror and suspense, which we did a whole episode about this actually years ago, and I think I said then I would agree now that it, horror movies you have to in some way confront some unnatural like force that's wrong with the world you know okay some and that sort of be, monster that is yeah and i think that could be like a serial killer that's so like horrific um or yeah a monster or a ghost or whatever but there has to be something that feels fundamentally wrong like it doesn't sense? fit in yeah with... it doesn't like fit in with our conception of the world it's so like beyond the pale Whereas thrillers maybe are a little, they have more. It's more grounded. Uh, keep you on the edge of your seat, but um, like open water. Yeah, which it's like, but it's like stuff you've heard about. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right open water. But I think that's based on a true story. Yeah, but I think open water is horror because I think thrillers tend to have not necessarily happy endings, but they tend to have like resolution, and I feel like open water is just. One of those movies where everyone dies, or by everyone I mean two people. But right. like, That's a resolution. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe you're right. And I don't think you've ruined it for anyone because that movie is unnecessary to watch. <laughs> I would rather live through open water than, <laughs> than watch open water or die in this case. Um, so uh, have we? Have we talk, are, so are your favorite movies, Jack? Your favorite horror movies are the Abbott the, and Costello right, they, movies. They have to be. They have to be funny. Yeah. Like I like. Um, the ghost of Mr. Chicken has some right. has a couple of horror. Like, the, the eyeballs move in a picture. You know, it's uh-huh. that kind of horror. It's a Don Knotts movie, for crying out loud. So, um, but it's actually a classic. And then, and then Abbott and Costello monster movies are all sort of Scooby-Doo in fashion. Yeah. But they, the monsters actually exist because it's not Scooby-Doo. I mean, my favorite Scooby-Doos were the ones when it's revealed to not be an actual monster. Was it the, ever an actual monster? The new Scooby-Doos. Okay. Um, Oh. are broken. Uh, the new Scooby-Doo's. <laughs> yeah. It seems like a bad idea. It's because the per- the point and purpose of Scooby-Doo, I digress, but the point <laughs> and purpose of Scooby-Doo is to teach children yeah, that totally. there are no monsters, that it's usually a bad guy in a mask. Right. And so don't be afraid of monsters because they aren't re- they aren't real. That's what the point of Scooby-Doo is. The point of Scooby-Doo now is like, yeah, there might be a monster under your bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Because monsters Hopefully are Hopefully you have a sense of humor about it at least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you're willing to get high. <laughs> and uh, that'll it'll be fine. Um, now, so, uh, yeah. you know, I had uh, I had one I was going to say, and I can't remember the name of it. But um, uh, what about? And I know you have uh, uh, geeky tendencies. Sure. Uh, are you a fan of Shaun of the Dead, which is kind of a geek? You know what? Classic. I actually liked Shaun of the Dead, and it was it was about as scary. And that's why I kind of thought Cabin in the Woods it might be okay because it's zombies, but it's Shaun of the Dead, uh-huh. and it's just really. Um, what's the bar crawl movie about the end of the world? The world's end. The world's end. That's it. Yeah. And um, and that um, that I didn't like as much with Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and I think something else. The, it's always sort of this this like he's just he's like half a loser who uh-huh. rises to the I mean it's a coming of age story is right. what it is it's all but he's 35 I mean it's a, you know it's a coming of age yeah. story yeah. of an adult man right. <laughs> who's yeah. kind of coming into his own because there's been a, there's trouble yeah. and uh, so I loved uh, Shaun of the Dead actually you know when he um, 
when he leads that band of merry misfits uh-huh. into the bar and fights off zombies. And yeah. it gets pretty real with the zombies. I mean, they open that guy up when he pulls, gets pulled through the window. Yeah. 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 yeah the, the, and uh, the zombie parts were scary enough for totally. me. Totally. Yeah. I thought that was because there was a lot of boo, a lot of jumping. One of my brothers, you would think all of my brothers would know that I don't like a scary <laughs> thing. And one of my brothers who doesn't know me very well, and I don't know him very well, um, but uh, he sent me, he said, hey, this guy says that he he asked me if I was your brother. Uh, he sent me a message. And I was like, did he have a name? He doesn't look familiar. And he goes, no, he didn't tell me his name. Just watch the video. And I watched it, and it was a guy who turned into a vampire at the end, and it scared the shit out of me. Oh, and I know that he thinks it's funny, my brother Scott, so I just wrote back, happy Halloween. <laughs> uh, but it was not for me. Yeah. Speak, that's, I remember what I was going to say, uh, speaking of transformations, is here's a movie no one would think of as a horror movie but it's very horror-influenced in its main sequence, which is The, nut- the Nutty Professor. <laughs> when, when, yeah. he, when he changes yeah. into Buddy Love, especially the first time, which is a very long, drawn-out sequence. You talking Jerry Lewis? Or you talking... Yeah, Jerry Lewis, sorry, okay. yes. Uh, no, I forgot, I forgot about Andy Murphy uh, one night. We saw Murphy, it once, yeah. I think. Um, uh, but that, that sequence is like... It's Jekyll and Hyde. And it looks, yeah, yeah. And it looks like legitimately painful yeah, when totally. it's happening. Yeah. Uh, Did you I, ever yeah. watch Jekyll and Hyde on BBC? No. Okay. It was... It was kind of it was kind of horrible. Well, no, I saw the new The Mummy, where Russell Crowe plays Doctor Jekyll. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, it was bad. Oh, okay. It's not. A, it's not. Is a that good Tom movie. Cruise? Yeah, Tom Cruise. Oops. Is yeah the. Does he uh, does Russell Crowe transform into Mister Hyde, or is um, he just like there to show up and be like? He, By the way, I'm I mean, Dr. I guess Jekyll. this is a, man, a minor spoiler, but yeah, he he does. I don't know that he completely. Okay. Uh, goes over but you see what he okay. is and what he's capable of so there's there, uh, there are sort of two versions of the guy uh yeah yeah okay yeah um he but he's the in in um because you know what they're trying to do with the mummies they're trying to make a an, uh, an extended universe like dc has with or marvel has so doctor in this universe dr jekyll is the nick fury he's the one who's like mm. oh okay every, like gathering people t- and leading the fight against the these monsters or whatever. oh interesting is it owned by like boom or like, like uh, what league of extraordinary Ordinary gentleman. <laughs> no, it's just it's it's universal, and it's all the ones they've had. Since oh, right, because it's public, it's yeah. a public yeah. domainy kind of. Uh, yeah, but um, did you guys yeah, see Jack Reacher? Uh, I love yeah. the first Jack. The first Reacher. one's great. And did you read any of the books? No, because no. uh, time I've both Al Madrigal and my mother-in-law have uh, given me Jack Reacher novels. So I've read six Jack Reacher oh, wow. novels in the last three months. And um, Jack Reacher is a retired or uh, no, he's mustered out, you know, he's an army uh, MP yeah. military police guy. And in the books, he's six foot five and he is, um, he carries a folding toothbrush and an ATM card. And then that's, and the clothes on his back and you're like, right. what do you do for laundry day? Anyway, <laughs> But um, and then played by Tom Cruise, uh, who is five five, right. and uh, so they shoot it all. I assume in a forced perspective, like Disneyland. I don't but think so. I think they, they just like they don't try to make him look too big. I don't feel like. Yeah, but they just make him kick people's asses. Yeah, yeah, but he's just really, really kicking. But I liked the one I saw. I don't know. I saw it on a plane. You probably saw the first one if you liked it. <laughs> Do you like? Oh, yeah. I okay. saw the second one. The second one is awful. Well, was the bad guy <laughs> Werner Herzog in the one you saw? Uh, I think. So. So, yeah, that's the yeah. first one. Okay, yeah. He's great. Okay. Uh, yeah, he plays a guy who uh, has no fingers because when he was in a Siberian prison, he 
chewed off his own fingers to stop the like frostbite or gangrene or whatever. I don't from, remember. Oh, from, so like, he could infecting live? the rest of his. Yeah, so he has, <laughs> he has no fingers on his hand. It's a crazy movie. Anyway, wow. that's a good place to maybe wrap up with uh, something horrific. That's that is horrific. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Many um, movies were discussed on Battleship Retention. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much for coming out and uh, thanks for um, having me. Yeah, weathering uh, my weirdness at the top there. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. It's you got you got to go through it, man. No. Yeah, it's yeah. R.I.P. Jack. Time. He's a good dog. Uh, yeah. He really, really was. Um, all right. Not going to cry again. Sorry. Um, you can find us at BattleshipRetention.com. That's where you can find all sorts of um, movie reviews and links to other articles and, and uh, other podcasts in our fleet, uh, as well as our sponsors, as we mentioned earlier. You can email me at David at BattleshipRetention.com. Uh, follow me on Twitter at DaveyPretension. Uh, that's it for me. Uh, Scott, real quick, uh, where yeah, are you? Yeah, on Twitter at Rail of Tomorrow. Uh, we just did an episode of Criterion Cast about the innocence, speaking of Halloween. Um, and not, not the French. None. No. I, speaking of movies with <laughs> repeated titles, yeah. this, this is a 1960s ghost movie, The Innocents. Um, but that one, what, what did you see that one at Sundance, the, the new one? Because it wasn't called... I did see it at Sundance. It, yeah, it was called... Agnes Day, I think. Agnes Day, yeah, yeah. that's right. Land yeah. of God, right? You sure. That's what Agnes Day means. Okay. I, <laughs> my Latin is pretty rusty, believe it or not. <laughs> okay, it's, yeah, so it's weird they called it The Innocence. Yeah. But uh, anyway, Jackie, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, JackieCation.com, FamilyPetAncestry.com also goes there because it's funny. <laughs> uh, and then, because uh, don't you want to know if your dog came over on the on the Mayflower? That's okay. the joke. <laughs> okay, but uh, yeah, I do stand-up comedy, so it's just at Jackie Cation on all of the different platforms. I have a podcast called The Dork Forest. Uh, the Halloween ones are, I uh, just did one Halloween one and I'm doing an HP Lovecraft one that'll come out the day of, the day of Halloween. Nice. So go to dorkforest.com. Exciting. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having um, me. Scott, thanks for filling in. Of course. Uh, thank you at home for listening. We'll get you next time. Bye. This program is a proud member of the Battleship Pretension Fleet. 